0: Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach.
1: Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist.
0: Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it.
1: Every turn of event through history hinged
0: We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down at the grid? Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Show. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com. Where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. T G I F J C. Indeed. That's like T G I F J C. How do you say I'm almost like a federal agency? You can have a federal agency, the T G I F J C.
1: <laughs> Sounds great.
0: Welcome everybody to the show. Say hey, J C. Hey, J C. That's an old joke, man. I bet people don't even today don't even realize that's actually a thing. You know, say hello, Gracie. Do you remember that? I do. You do. We're just that old. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Glad to have you with us. Just a reminder we are a teach show and not a talk show. And we bring you the current offense, fr- current offense, <laughs> same thing, right? Freudian, the current events from a constitutional and principled perspective. Glad to have you with us. Um, JC, I've been, we'll talk about this in a minute, but I've been doing a new little periodical called, uh, wake up cool and people really like it. Good. I'm pretty excited about it. It's sort of like a little, Hey, this is what's running through Chris Anhalt's Hall's brain today. Let's throw it out on the video. And I call it a periodical cause it's not scheduled to be any certain day. It's just whenever, you know, the spirit hits me and I have time to grab, Christian, everybody, give say hello to Christian, who's driving the submarine today. Cool. Glad to have him on board. Isn't Christian been such a blessing to us?
1: Yes, he has.
0: Huge blessings. And we are taking the Chris Anhall Show to a new level. So today's kind of like a court day. I want to talk about some things that are coming up. It's interesting because on Chris Anhall Wake Up, I did a the second episode was called uh, Briar Retires. And it's about Justice Briar retiring. Now, at the time, he had not officially announced his retirement, but he did uh, have his retirement announced. And what I did in the episode two of Wake Up was I explained the breakdown, how does that work? What happens when there's a vacancy? Who fills that? And how the people can become a very important role in that action? Well, now, yesterday, Breyer did specifically announce his retirement, like he had some kind of choice at this point, right? So somebody in the White House leaks that he's going to announce his retirement. He's irritated, and now he's like, okay, we're going to announce my retirement. So I wanted to play this video clip from uh, Ron DeSantis. Go ahead, uh, Christian, play that clip so the people can hear it.
1: The job of the judicial branch is to apply the law and constitution. Uh, It's not to rewrite the law and constitution. And I think that judges that understand that You know, you have to have a certain amount of humility to to understand the proper role. Doesn't mean you can't be active in deciding cases properly before you. And if you have to come down on the constitutional side, you have to do it and do it forcefully. Uh, But you're not a philosopher king, and you're not hovering over the entire uh, political system and basically being a super legislature.
0: That is so awesome, JC, to hear a governor say those exact words that a justice is not there to write the law or rewrite the Constitution, but to apply the Constitution. I can't tell you the last time I've actually heard someone use that language, apply the Constitution.
1: Yeah, that whole statement. I, I, when I heard that, I thought it, it's sad. There, One day, DeSantis Will be gone he won't be in public office public life and that statement from a governor is a rarity yeah that statement from almost most any representatives is a rarity and, and when somebody says that you know then people react like that's radical you know this and that i so yeah it's great i love hearing it i wish um well th- that's how every legislature every legislator every governor I mean that's they, how the they Senate all should, should speak that way well, I mean, that, that should be the viewpoint of every single representative in America
0: well that's how the confirmation hearing should go yeah. the confirmation hearing should be hey uh, you are a nominee for the Supreme Court do you understand that you are to apply the Constitution not interpret the Constitution it's yeah. your job to apply the Constitution not to make the law of the land.
1: I'm constantly struck how very partisan the courts, how openly partisan the courts mm-hmm. have have become, uh, or are have revealed themselves to be. However you want to look at it, um, just I was looking at that the Pennsylvania the, the law, the thing in Pennsylvania from their Supreme Court mm-hmm. uh, about the mail-in votings, right, and no excuse, mail-in ballots and that sort of thing, and just how so many times you see that. Democrats, it, it's always this Republican judge, that Democrat mm-hmm. judge. And it's right. These Republicans voted this way. These Democrats voted this way. It, it, it's sad. It's sad that they're so willing to just make their own decisions based on political parties and tribalisms rather than just like what DeSantis said. Hey, you, you just got to side on the Constitution. You may not like it. It may. Right. I mean, even if it goes against whatever your desire, your partisan desires are. It, it's the rule of law. Yeah. It's the constitution. If you, st- if the judges start deciding based on politics, you're destroying your own nation for everyone. Yeah. Uh, just so.
0: I liked how he called, he he reminded them you're not philosophers. Not
1: philosopher king.
0: Philosopher kings. That's a great statement. I love that very, very much. And it's even more relevant. Now, if you don't know what that
1: is. Google it or search search that out.
0: Search out what a philosopher king Yeah, what, that
1: mean, what that's a yeah. reference to.
0: Yeah. So what's interesting, J.C., is that we both know that the entire reason is uh, <laughs> kind of like <laughs> the people being suicided now. Now people are being retired, mm-hmm. right? Breyer may not have been looking to retire in, October, in July.
1: remember when Harry Reid was retired.
0: Yeah, yeah. Harry Reid was also remember retired. Harry
1: Reid and his black eyes. Oh, oh I yeah. fell on the treadmill
0: in the bathroom. Okay, and hit the shower door. <laughs> Do you remember what he said? I fell in the bath. I fell on the treadmill in the bathroom and hit the shower door with my eyeball. So now you have people who decided Now Justice Breyer has been retired, uh, whether he wanted to A or kinder, not.
1: Kinder, kinder retirement than um, um, the conservative justice.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, th- well, that's what I said on this. Sh- I-, I actually said that on Kate Daly show the other day. I said it's a good thing he actually decided to retire because, you know, he could have gone on a camping trip and yeah. then died in his sleep. Uh, with a pillow over his face. Sure. Like Justice Scalia did. Scalia. Scalia was actually at a Democrats cabin with Democrats hmm. fell and, and, and died in his sleep.
1: Moral of that story. Don't go hunting with Democrats, or, <laughs> or Dick Cheney, or with Dick Cheney.
0: Cheney. <laughs> with Dick Cheney. <laughs> so anyway, Justice Breyer is retired. But
1: we repeat ourselves.
0: Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> Justice Breyer is retired, and it is no coincidence when he's retired, because uh, as I was, I, I've talked about it in several interviews. I haven't talked about on this show yet. The whole purpose of Justice Breyer retiring ha- is is midterms. Yeah. it's about it's about
1: stoke the midterm fervor.
0: Yes, it's about weaponizing. It's about motivating the Democrat base to get out to vote. Because here's how this works: Just ex- you do this better. Explain how midterms always well, cause, swing because even
1: Democrats don't want to vote for this clown. That's in the office now. So they got to give them a reason. And they know historically that midterms always swing against uh, the party in power, the ascendant Mm -hmm. party. And so the minority party always, you know, captures seats. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's common consensus on both sides of the aisle uh, that this midterm is likely to be a slaughter. So and, they're trying to do whatever they can to stir up support and energy.
0: Now, the Democrats who want to run the Democrat Party do not want a moderate justice to replace Breyer. They want an uber leftist justice. Yeah. Now, they can't get an uber leftist justice right, without a su- majority yeah. in the Senate.
1: If it's super radical. And I think they need 60. You need 60. No, it's
0: a simple majority. It's a simple majority. It's a simple majority.
1: So, you know, you don't know what Manchin, Joe Manchin and right. some guys like that. Now, there are lo- there are not very many Democrats left like that. Right. Um, but there are a handful. So if you go uber, uber radical, yeah, uh, you know, in AOS, the tribe, what what they call them? The squad, the what squad. the squad wants. The
0: squad nominee. Then,
1: yeah, you're likely to lose a couple of those guys.
0: And they can't. You you right now, they would have to have every Democrat plus Kamala to break that the tie in order to get an Uber left. So they don't want to put up the nominee now before midterms, but they want to swing everybody to the midterms to vote to do an unprecedented thing. Well, they want to mansion out. Yeah. Well, but not only that, they want to not only that. They want to not only not lose seats, which typically they would do. Right. They want to actually gain seats in yeah, this they, midterm so they can put up an uber leftist. They want to go
1: more radical. And so part of it, I mean, this is kind of a subplot. Yeah. But I believe this, is, this will be used to target Manchin as well. They're right. Like, you know, the message Manchin be, and whatever he, her face he, is. What's he, her other face? We can't count on him to give us the justice we, we need in the Supreme Court right now. You know, look what's happening, blah, blah, blah. So part of it will be to get- Get him out of there because they want they want to absolutely solidified Democrat, extreme left, extreme radical. Now, all of them. Are, it's not like Joe Manchin's some hero um, for the Constitution. It's, I mean, they're I, all they're all leftists. No, but, but he looks but they, like they want, a
0: hero in light of the sure, communists in, that are, are trying, trying to a, run why? the country.
1: Yeah. So they want to make sure they're trying to purify. They, they want a pure, mm-hmm. absolute communist extreme leftist uh senate because there's competing messages with the established because it's the establishment fighting the radical wing Mm -hmm. and i don't know the establishment's getting so old like nancy pelosi this is one of the reasons nancy pelosi announced running again yeah i mean she's older than dirt and Mm -hmm. you know she's gonna run again and people are scratching their head that's why they got methuselah right you know the puppet methuselah uh in the white house you know, put him in there. Right. He shouldn't because be the in
0: establishment there. is trying to hold on. Trying to hold on because the the upcoming Democrats right. are hardcore. But now radical communists. Yeah. But look and at the Democrat Party knows, and here's the yeah. thing: the demo It's believe, like razor thin. Yeah, I believe the Democrat Party knows, even though they don't have the establishment in office that they want that the, that the majority of the Democrat party in the American in America is not Uber communist. No, think about it. So if these Uber leftist communists start taking over the party, then there's going to be a mass exodus from the Democrat party.
1: Look at what happened. I mean, you look at how the Democrat primaries led to the general election. So the Democrats Mm -hmm. on, you know the voters on that side rejected the uber radicals yeah. because biden was portrayed as the centrist the moderate establishment the union
0: guys guy, but now looking at, guy.
1: what they didn't consider was the fact that half of his brain is missing and when he got in there i mean look what's happened he's been completely dominated by the uber radicals on the far 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 left which is one of the reasons they placed Camilla in there. Mm-hmm. So even the guy that they thought, you know, well we we're, we're not going to let Bernie Sanders and the rest of this crowd take the top seat. We're going to make sure our guy gets in there. Turns out he wasn't your guy because he's not coherent enough yeah. to to even fight for the establishment Democrats. He's just been a puppet to the absolute radical. So I I see the Democrat party really trending hard left. Uh we talked about this many many years ago yeah. about how this is going to play out as they're jockeying for position it seems to me that the establishment you know democrats are, are losing and have really lost their party uh so all the people in the south everybody in the south you southern democrats that vote democrat yeah. there are no democrats like that left you're you're voting not in
0: national politics you are
1: voting for people at the national level who have nothing in common with with what you believe
0: which is why we have seen so many Southern Democrats actually vote Republican in national elections yep. they vote Democrat local but they vote Republican right. national there, there are so more you can't even do Democrats. the blue red thing in in you know no. below the mason dixon line yeah
1: North Florida I mean where yeah. where I grew up all the Democrats are conservative Democrats mm-hmm. and they're still look- blue dogg yeah, they're still looking for
0: yeah.
1: people like them yeah. in DC and and wherever in the Congress in the Senate um, they don't exist anymore. So that those guys have been run out, marginalized, uh, and they're trying to hang on for dear life. But the Democrat party is, I mean, it is fully, fully hardcore Marxist, radical, uh, identity politics, BLM, CRT craziness. They're just
0: looney tunes. Well, and that's the kind of Supreme court justice they want, which is why they won't push to a to, to nominate before the midterms, yeah. they're really, really taking the gamble and the risk because they know they're not going to get an Uber leftist. The best they're going to get is a moderate. So if they wait until after the midterms, they might get what they want, but in the worst case scenario, they're only going to get a moderate yeah. anyway. Well so that,
1: And that's one calculation and which is very reasonable. Uh, on the other hand, what, what you've seen, uh, in previous years, Mm -hmm. sometimes they opt for the the theater and the chaos. So if they could throw, throw a nominee out there and then they can use the, um, uh, what do they call it? They can use the obstinance of the Republicans. Mm -hmm. So the fact that they don't have it and can't get this guy through, look what they did. uh, Look how they're blocking everything. They're the party of no. So they've used that tact. So I think, you, you could see that. I think what you're saying is maybe more likely, but I right. don't be surprised, on the other hand, if they go early, they try to go at this early as another technique uh, to stir up the base. So it's not that they think they're going to get that person, but they would use it as theater. They would use it as fuel to just stir up that anger. Now, that kind of approach, I think, would backfire on them considering everything we've been through and then the stuff same kind of stuff we've seen we saw with trump and and all this stuff that's stirred up that's one of the reasons i think they're going to get slaughtered is because you have a lot of those advisors that that advice that goes so hard like Mm -hmm. that um but i would not be surprised to see that as well so so it could go either way so they're definitely going to use it as the the whole purpose of the supreme court nomination issue Mm -hmm. is leverage uh, for the midterms right. and, and their future uh the whole seats. purpose
0: Brier was retired yep with or without his consent yep is just Midterms. Hey, I forgot the housekeeping stuff, so uh, don't forget to like and share. You've already heard fifteen minutes of the show, so you already know you're going to like it. Go ahead and like and share early. Like and share often, and that way we can get this out to people who are watching now. They can watch it live if they miss the first fifteen minutes, and they know they need to come back and watch it again. And uh, as you're watching, leave comments. The more comments, the more interaction that you give us, the more. Dispersion we get th- throughout the uh, AI world, so you really really help us. Another thing I want to mention is that uh, if you go to chrisanhall.com, uh, JC and I are starting up our traveling weeks uh, schedule again, and we will be in um, at Mix and Fruit Farms with the Manatee Patriots uh, on Tuesday, February first from 6 to 8 pm. This is our our training on how do we move forward in a overreaching government society, right? So mix and fruit farms uh, next uh, at in Bradenton, Florida 2525 27th Street East. Remember go to chrisanhall.com, click on the calendar. And you can find that there. You'll also be able to see where we'll be the rest of the month of February. Lots of stuff going on. We're going to Bama Carry this year. Yep, Prattville, Alabama. Prattville, Alabama on February 19th. Always a big, big thing. And JC, something exciting. I'm going to be on Frank. I'm always on Frank. Frank, quite frankly, those of you, you guys, many of you guys watch us, you know Frank. And then uh, going to be in Amatilla, Florida. Uh, On Tuesday, February. Oh, that's I don't think that's the right date on. uh, Yeah. On Tuesday, February 8th at 10 a.m. teaching homeschool students. So, again, go to ChrisAnneHall.com. Check out the calendar. And uh, you can join us. We'd love to have you guys come out and visit and see the training that we have to offer. You know, JC, if people can't come out and see us live, they can always train with us online at LibertyForSociety.com. The best online constitutional training that you will find anywhere. No political spin. No historical revision. Guaranteed to be CRT free. Right. Guaranteed to be CRT free. All right. So why is why is this a really big deal? And I'm going to say beyond midterms. Right. We know we they want to use this as a mechanism to get, get people to the polls in midterms to control midterms. But we have some Supreme Court cases coming up and you can see the frustration in the the three uber lefts, right? You have Breyer, who's been retired, but then you have Sotomayor and you have Kagan. And they're getting really, really frustrated with the pushback that they're getting from Thomas, Gorsuch, and Alito. Uh, And then they get, you know, it's like they, they start to manifest demons if, if um, uh, Amy Comey, Barrett, and, and, uh, Kavanaugh. Kavanaugh sign on. So here's the thing we need to together. So um, the. We'll go with this one. Supreme Court Sotomayor calls Texas abortion case a disaster. Now, if you remember, we covered this, JC, uh, a few months ago where the Supreme Court refused to issue the injunction against Texas abortion law. Now. What the Texas abortion law does is establishes that private entities can sue hospitals for abortions that are that happen uh, before a period or after a period of time, and so it was kind of what's really interesting is it's kind of the way uh, that the liberals are using private business to weaponize to to be an arm of government, well. They know that the Supreme Court has really stood strong on governments limiting uh, access to abortion. So what this law does is it says that the hospitals can be sued after this period of time uh, to help secure the rights of the baby unborn. Well, it was... a. Appeal to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court put it back down to the lower courts, refused to uh, offer the injunction. Now, here's the big deal. The Fifth Judicial Circuit, the liberals believed that the, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Judicial Circuit would return it to the trial court the Texas trial court level, where they even say they were, they were sure that the trial court would then issue the injunction, right? So how does this happen? You issue the injunction at the trial court, which means now the law is stopped and it will remain stopped until they can appeal it back up the injunction part. Well, Because the Supreme Court refused to issue the injunction, now the law is in place, and the hospitals and the clinics are restricted. Well, the Fifth Fifth, uh, Circuit Court of Appeals did not return it to the trial court, so they're all mad, right? It went, instead, they turned it to the Supreme Court of Texas and asked a different jurisdictional question to the Supreme Court, And now Breyer, Sotomayor and Kagan are angry because, as Kagan, as Sotomayor says, the constitutional right to abortion is being impeded. Which is interesting, JC, because if it were actually a constitutional right, then the Supreme Court the first time around would have inevitably unanimously granted the injunction so i think what we're seeing here right now is a shift in the court to not overturn roe v wade but to really scale it back and that has these liberal justices going crazy so if they can replace briar with let's put it back in the hands of the
1: state basically is what they're doing yeah
0: they're doing that yeah that's Yeah, that's really part of what they're doing, because, well, not only the Supreme Court, but you have the federal court, which is the the Fifth Circuit U.S. Court of Appeal, turning it back to the Supreme Court of the state.
1: Yeah, no, it's amazing how I mean, you've now been teaching this for 11 years Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and with all the nonsense that we see, you know, and as I said, stuff like what uh, what DeSantis says should be common should be should be what everybody says at the same time it's uh it's nice to see how the principles of state sovereignty have really just expanded bit Mm -hmm. by bit in the courts you you see more and more and more Mm -hmm. of not only court decisions but legislative decisions. i mean obviously we see some atrocious legislation we see some atrocious atrocious um court decisions but on the other hand, it, it certainly seems like more and more often, more and more than we did over the last many decades, uh, you see a lot of this sort of turning to, hey, this is a state issue. And the courts deferring things that ought to be in the purview of the states. They're right. deferring back to the states. Yes, uh, That's it, the It's the amazing best part how that current. is, is, is mm-hmm. increasing. Is We see that many, many, many times and much more often than we used to. Not as often as we'd like to. Uh, or but as certainly need to. as need to, but certainly more than we used to. So, I mean, if there's any silver lining, if somebody wants to be encouraged about something, um, th- that's oh, something no, that I, I've noticed.
0: I think that's great. And I think it is directly attributed to people like our friends at the Tenth Amendment Center who yep. have been pounding the streets for this. Uh, Tom Woods, who's been pounding the streets for this, uh, the John Birch Society has been pounding the streets with this. But I believe These people have been doing this for a long time. What has really sort of pushed this politically over the top are the governors that are standing up. Yeah. Right. And the sheriffs sheriffs that Mm -hmm. are standing up. You've got the governor of South Dakota who refused to shut down during COVID. You've got the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, who's being very, very vocal about this, very, con- very uh, encouraging to other states. Yeah. You've got the governor of Texas who's doing it because he's afraid he's not going to get reelected. He, you know, he's afraid Don Huffines is going to kick him out of office. and so. A
1: lot of states like Florida uh, make the position of governor a very powerful office. Yeah. Uh, F- Florida, Florida, the governor in Florida is a very expansive. Yeah. Office. The yep. governor has, as is over many, many aspects of mm-hmm. government in the state of Florida and many other states, it's very similar. Some states, the governor is a little weaker, um, but a, a governor in every state, I think, the governor has that bully pulpit that can be very influential.
0: Well, it's interesting from the foundation. Remember, those of you who have studied with us at libertyfirstsociety.com. Uh, When you understand the formation of the states and the formation of of the union, first off, the states came before the federal government. And in the debates over the powers delegated to the federal government, even Alexander Hamilton, who's the biggest big government guy that was there, explaining in the sections of the Federalist Papers about the powers delegated to the president said many times that the president was established to have less power than many of the governors in the states. And so the governors in the states are actually more powerful within their states then the president of the united states is supposed to be powerful within the yeah. union
1: now there are some governors within states that have taken more power yeah. than than the state affords them yes. you know whitmer comes to remember mind remember the constitution Newsome comes to mind yeah. um you know
0: inslee, inslee brown
1: so there there is that but
0: but here's l- the thing but there are
1: places like i say in florida where the constitution legitimately gives the governor a lot, right. of, a lot of power in the state of Florida.
0: Now, remember what DeSantis said in his speech, that the judges are not there to create law. They're not philosopher kings. They're there to apply the Constitution. And what Sotomayor says here in this NBC News article uh, is really an illustration of what DeSantis is speaking against right she calls the uh she says it's a grave disservice to women in Texas uh she goes on and on about how um how the legislation is a terror to women in Texas uh and it's this is really what our founders referred to as bad behavior because her political opinion her philosophical philosophical opinion about abortion is really dictating her judicial view of it right she's not looking at the constitution at all what
1: does the law say what does the constitution say it's not it's not what your political leanings are what your philosophy is yeah
0: she says, I will not stand by silently as a state continues to nullify this constitutional guarantee.
1: That's fascinating to me when you think about people like her, their argument against the right to keep and bear arms, right? So right. they think of, you know, here's here's a gun, uh, guns kill people, they take lives, you know, and they fight really hard to, to say you don't have a right to that. But then abortion, right, is completely flipped. Mm-hmm. But abortion is the process by which you stop, you know- a, a,
0: Someone else's you, life. You
1: stop the life process of a, of a child and they fight so hard and call that constitutional guarantee, constitutional right. Um, so it's just totally illogical, mm-hmm. to- the totally opposite. They, they just pick and choose how they apply their reasoning—it's just like you said—it's not about the law, the constitution. It's not about the philosophy of rights. Mm-hmm. They start at the end point. This is des- the desired outcome, which is murder, lawlessness, hedonism. That's where they start. Right. And then let's build the reason backwards to try to argue why this should be so. Right. And th- that and that's that's the inherent flaw in the thinking of of people like Sotomayor?
0: Well, uh, at com, we have the judiciary class, and in that judiciary class, we actually see how the founders described the definition of good behavior and the definition of bad behavior. Mm-hmm. And good behavior is the term uh, of the, by which a justice can actually stay. Right. So your, your, your employment term for a Supreme court justice is not lifetime. It's good behavior. And the fact that she says, I will not stand idly by while this happens,
1: like, what are you going to do? She
0: is an activist judge yeah. and this is bad behavior. In the very least, JC, these public comments to the media These public comments to the media ought to mean she must be recused from even sitting on this case. From a judicial ethical view, she should be recused. So the last thing we're going to talk about today, uh, because of the whole justice thing, the Supreme Court is also going to hear uh, challenges to affirmative action admission policies. Again. Again, in uh, Harvard and UNC. And so this is going to come up before the Supreme Court again.
1: Yeah, I don't see that change.
0: Now, well, but they want it to change, right? So the Supreme Court said you can't use race as an admission factor. You can use it as like a plus. So like um, I overcame poverty. Okay, that's your plus. I had a, I, I built a company. That's my plus. I was in the military. That's my plus race can't go into that anymore. But Harvard and UNC are not using it as a plus. They're actually using it as a defining criteria. You get in before everybody else. Yeah. And so I think this is really just a way to get Harvard and UNC, or, or I'm sorry, to get the Supreme Court to tell Harvard and UNC, you need to follow the directions that we've given you and stop being, uh, you know, exactly the way we opposed, told you not to be. So nothing's not going to change, right? But what Harvard and UNC doing are expanding this. But here's the thing, JC, you get an uber leftist judge. And again, going to the Supreme Court's a crapshoot to begin with. So you get an uber.
1: Going to these universities is a crapshoot.
0: Yeah. Shoot. Well, JC, <laughs> JC's, J.C. doesn't have much to say about this because no. he thinks you're an yeah. abusive parent if you're sending your child there to begin with. Yeah,
1: you're an idiot if you're filling your mind with the garbage they're putting out at the beginning. And you're paying Who them cares?
0: money to go to Harvard mm, to get.
1: Jump online. Yeah. Go, 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 go get a book.
0: What's that, What's that line from Goodwill, yeah, Goodwill and Hunting? hunting like, yeah, a hundred $1.50 uh, $1. $1. $1. and late, late charges, late at, the charges at the library. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's really great.
1: I don't need some woke CRT professor spewing vomit on me every day so I can get some piece of paper that says I can now get a job in a certain field. Screw you. How about I create my own business, make my own job, take a hike. Yeah. You're not going to see me in that. I don't care. I don't care who you feel those, you know, whatever criteria you want to use for all the people begging to get in there. So what? Who cares? That's just me. I mean, you don't have to have that same opinion, but that's just me. I got a solution for all these universities. You don't want to hear my solution. (laughs) I would just say, if, shut if, them if, down. Sinkholes and meteorites would solve the public education system
0: problem. <laughs> that's hilarious. My microphone packet keeps falling off my chair. Well, that's it for our show today, guys. Thank you so much for call, uh, for for calling us, for joining in with us today. Where we are, liberty over security, always principle over party truth over personality. If we triggered you today it's it's uh, hopefully it, it'll Happy be party. it'll be a way to get you to think about things in a different way. But there's one little bit of wisdom I'd like to sow before we go, JC. Watch the news, listen to the politics and remember everything that is said, everything that is done, even all the rhetoric, even all the scare tactics about Russia and the Ukraine, everything you see in the media and everything you see from politicians today is all because we're coming up on midterms. It's all bread and circuses, it's all smoke and mirrors.
1: Theater. It's cheer, all theater. theater. It's to all to theater. fill you with fear, to fill the land with division and calamity and it, it, and to get you depressed, to get you discouraged, to get you angry, bitter, um I say turn that crap off and live your life I I remember a book I got a hold of said you can be as free as you want to be I'm telling you you know and I understand stuff that we deal with stuff that we're facing uh but there is a certain aspect that we bring upon ourselves emotionally Mm -hmm. psychologically uh filling our heads and filling our spirits with with the garbage media they're all liars they're all Mm -hmm. liars it's all propaganda Mm -hmm. and even some of the so-called conservatives are fed their talking points and fed their stuff they you know it's Mm -hmm. corporate media they're fed their talking points from the cfr and they got to push a certain agenda so i mean it's it's all crap you don't need that stuff in your life
0: and here's the thing Take,
1: take this weekend turn that off and enjoy your life for a few hours
0: uh, JC and I will be taking Monday off. We will run a rebroadcast. broadcast. Now all of our broadcasts are uh, have long shelf life, so if you want to tune in on us on Monday, we're going to be teaching. Remember, a teach show, not a talk show. And just remember, if your government is operating the way it's supposed to, and your state is operating within the union the way it's supposed to. The federal government really has very little control over your life. If you have a constitutionally minded governor, if you have a constitutionally minded sheriff, these are the two offices that mean so much to you. And you will not care about the insanity coming out of Washington, D.C. because your governor and your sheriff will operate your state and your county under constitutional terms.
1: Fight for your state. Fight for your community. Let D.C. go to hell.
0: Don't forget to like and share. And as we go out, leave your comments below about what you learned from the show, what you liked from the show, and you'll encourage other peoples to watch as well. So have a fantastic weekend. Consider taking a media fast. Spend some time with your family. Eat a steak. Sit around the fire with a cup of hot chocolate wrapped in a big blanket with everybody and talk to each other. Thank you, Christian, for all your help today. We're doing a Great service here for the people, and I just love being here with you. I'm going to get emotional for some reason, but thank you so much. I love you, guys. We We love you. God bless you guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach
1: unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist.
0: Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it.
1: Every turn of event through history hinged.
0: One person will stand up